it's a long way to the top. But if you take it step by step, you'll make it. Let's climb that VO ladder with our hosts, Troy Holden and Will Vincent. Welcome back to the Voice Over Ladder. I'm Troy Holden here in beautiful, uh, warmed up Nashville, Tennessee. And that is... Will Vincent in beautiful, warmed up Minnesota. We're having a thaw. <laughs> it was it was like 45 today. It's crazy. Holy smokes. That's, it's, that's it's, like getting that time of year. it's getting that time of year. Will has invited and has a very special guest for us today. That's right. Because one of the things we've been talking about, not on the podcast yet, but it's planned, we're going to be podcasting about it, um, is organization and how that's important to your business and things you should organize, things you should do, how you should plan out your day and so forth. And I have managed to get a hold of Danny States, the founder of VoiceOverView, a fabulous tool for organizing your business designed just for voiceover artists. And she's here to talk about that and herself. And welcome, Danny States. Hey, it's nice to be here. Hi. <laughs> and the advantage that we have um, as we record the podcast is we're all able to see each other. So it kind of makes it nice during this COVID time where you're uh, you're isolated and you don't get to see a lot of people. So it's nice for us, too. We get to meet some new people. So I'm, I'm excited because uh, my organization right now is a stenopad. That's pretty much how I'm doing things. So I'm really looking forward to this. I'll just tell you. Well, that's good, actually. You know, I know some people that keep sticky notes and those don't <laughs> stick very long. So a steno pad, at least you've got, you know, paper that's going to stick. I write the date on the front when I start in the book. And when I'm done with it, I write the other date down there. And if I'm looking for something, I say it's got to be in this book because that happened in October or whatever. So but it's more for notes. It's I'm not really organizing with it. So let's uh, take it back to the beginning. How did you get into voiceover? How long have you been doing it? And okay. what's your journey looked like? Voiceover for me started for about 10 minutes, uh, 20 plus years ago. I did a couple of radio ads uh, here in Seattle and was told by the producer, wow, you're pretty good. And then I went, wow, cool. And went off and did other stuff for 20 plus years. <laughs> so uh, my actual voiceover journey, and I, I really do think it's a journey because you're really never there, you know. So um, my actual voiceover journey started in January of uh, 2014. And I had taken one class at a at a school in San Francisco and um, had gotten a little, just, you know, the teeniest bit of training and um, started auditioning on the pay-to-plays and uh, just one pay-to-play actually at the time. And um, the first day that I auditioned or the second day that I auditioned, I booked something. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is thank God they bought my audition because if they'd asked me to get on for a directed session or if they'd asked me to do anything to my file, I would have been like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> but they bought my audition, gave me five stars for the job. And that literally started it because, you know, once you get five stars, once you get a, a good review, then people think you're vetted. Right. <laughs> I was not vetted. <laughs> Fake so, it till you make it. Yeah, you right? exactly right. Exactly right. I still feel like that sometimes now. Um, so, you know, I had gotten laid off from my job and I thought, you know, I'm just going to try voiceover. I have six months to try voiceover. If I can do anything of substance in those six months while I have unemployment, then all right, I'll, I'll give it a go. And over the six months, um, 
the week that my unemployment ended, I got my first real job. I got my first big paycheck, I should say. And I was just like, okay, there we go. Well, this, that's how we're gonna, that's how we're gonna do it. And so that's really, that's really the start of it. Um, And then over the course of the last seven years, and I cannot believe it's been seven years. I'm amazed. Over the course of that time, I I started building my business on one of the pay-to-plays and um, then branched out to another one. And then pretty soon I had kind of a book of business and clients that were coming to me directly. And I was training the entire time and I still train today. So I'm, I work with, I, you know, the, the, um, caliber of coaches that I work with are phenomenal. I work with a lot of people in LA um, and uh, some casting directors, not because they're going to cast me, but because they know what they're listening for. And so I, you know, I, it, it helps me just hone my craft, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's kind of the short story, if you can believe it. It's really interesting to me how common a theme it seems to be of all the people that we talk to of, you know, well, how'd you get into it? Well, you know, I kind of dabbled a long time ago and then I lost my job and I had to do it because I didn't have anything else going on or I figured I'd try it. It's interesting how much Mm -hmm. that's a common thread. Yeah. I do have to say, you know, so I, my husband, what has been just was the catalyst for me really. Um, You know, when I, when our son was little, I read every book to him, you know, and and read the full Harry Potter series to him practically until he was too old to listen anymore um, and did it all in character, did all of Dr. Seuss in character and all of those all of those books had their own sound and every time it was the same. And and my husband would be like, God, you should do animation. You should do Disney. You should. And I was like, no, 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 no. I just read kids books. And and so really, when I did get laid off and I was, you know, at that point, he was just like, dude, just do it. Just do it. And so that's 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 kind of how it started. And I don't do any animation. Like none. <laughs> well, do you do you do audiobooks at least? No, Mm-mm. no. I hate audiobooks. <laughs> I'm with you. I hate them too. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, the only time I'll do it, and I'll put a give a plug to Learning Ally. The only time that I will do audiobooks is when I do it for free for Learning Ally. Um, I do. Yeah, and and then it's a joy to do. Um, and that that's if you know of Learning Ally, um, it's a volunteer organization that works with uh, kids who are learning challenged, uh, could be visually challenged, could have you know other learning disabilities, and so um, it's it's a great organization. And I have done several books for them, and I love that. But otherwise, yeah, short stuff, commercials, corporate videos. I'm right there with you. I can't. I couldn't sit still for that long. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I can imagine trying to maintain, like you're talking about, reading a children's book to your kids. And I used to do the same thing. I, I could. I can do that. But mm-hmm. how am I going to get through so many chapters and remember which character was which voice? And I'd have to have notes, oh, like Lord. sticky notes or something. I don't know. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. but you could do children's books. Yeah, I, and I could, and I may one day take a, a stab at that because I do enjoy that type of reading or very short stories, but I'm not going to read a big nonfiction novel. Not going to happen. Yeah. You know, because of your accent, um, actually, I have the accent to you probably, because of, because of your lovely Southern accent, there are probably great books on Learning Ally 
that are looking for a Southern accent because they're very specific now. They've got so many voice actors that are willing to do work for them that they're that they're very selective. And yeah, I've, I've heard of them a few times before. Actually, there's a gentleman as small as the area I live in. It's actually actually between uh, up above Nashville, very small town, ten thousand less people. There are two audiobook guys here close by, and they're both very successful. And one of them does almost all Western novels, ah. and he's got that deep you know that rolling voice and he had brought up if you want to learn to do it this is where you go go to learning ally and you can get on there and practice and do excerpts and short stuff and so yeah yeah yeah, maybe yeah (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) so what ultimately then led you to taking the leap into becoming a founder of a software company and building (laughs) voice overview Um, That doesn't seem like the sort of thing that most people would just go, yeah, I think I'm going to build an app. No, it doesn't, does it? So my background is in marketing. So I had a background in marketing and um, I had a background in technology. So I worked marketing for a couple of tech firms and uh, in a couple of investment firms. And my husband is a finance guy doing five-year plans and strategy and things like that for companies. And so because I I had been in marketing and I had a really nice marketing salary when I before I got laid off, I really needed to know what I was going to make and whether or not I could make enough, you know, eventually to make up for that salary. And so um, I had my husband build me this really lovely spreadsheet and uh, I could enter in just a few lines of, of information and then it fed this beautiful dashboard with all these charts and information that told me what my business was doing. So it showed me what my audition to booking ratio was, how it was how it was going down over time, you know. Uh, it showed me my income, how it was going up over time. And um, I could just see all of the information that I needed to kind of give me that extra push. And so the voiceover community, as we all know, is so tight. And you really make friends quickly in, in, in I feel like, a really genuine, lovely way. And I met some wonderful people. And I would say, well, my audition to booking ratio is blah, blah, blah. And they'd go, how do you know that? You know, and <laughs> oh, I made, I made uh, you know, $800 last month. That was a big month. I made $800 last month, you know, and I made a thousand this month. You know, and they, how do you, how do you know what you made? You know, and I was like, oh, well, here's this thing. My husband built it for me. And so I ended up chatting with a gal who I am forever grateful to. Uh, her name is Rachel Fulginetti, and she's a L.A. actor, voice actor. She does audiobooks, all of it, and she's extraordinary talent. I was chatting with her one day about that, and she said, you know, you should build an app. This is the thing that, like, people would die for. They would pay money for that. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. So that's kind of how it started. And I have a friend, uh, Joe Davis, who uh, at the time we decided to build this together. So we became business partners. We started to build it together. We found our developers. And and then uh, I just kind of ran it. And um, after the initial development, I I funded it. I did everything. And then I bought Joe out. So <laughs> I bought him out a couple of years ago. And so uh, that's how that's kind of how it started. Cool. 
And we really operate, and you know this, Will, (laughs) we operate on the principle of build it and then fix it. Build it and perfect it, but don't wait. Just keep going. And so uh, when we launched four years ago, almost, it'll be four years in uh, June of 2017, it it was when we launched. And we were bare bones. We had just very basic stuff, and uh, we didn't have, I mean, I, I can't even think of all the things that we have now that we didn't have then. But, you know, it was very basic. And um, we've just built and built and built, and our uh, subscriber base has grown and grown and grown. And it's all by word of mouth. I don't advertise um, you know, people just find us. I was recommended to it by my coach, my Kath coat, who we've had on. And some of our listeners have signed up with him, which is fantastic. And hopefully yeah. some will come and sign up at Voice Overview. For me, it's a useful tool. And it's interesting because I actually was setting out looking for a CRM, which it has a little bit, but isn't primarily, right? It's primarily mm-hmm. keeping track of everything else about your business. How often you're auditioning, where you're auditioning, who you're doing jobs for. If you book a job, if you didn't book a job, if you've done the job but haven't invoiced for the job, um, and then keeping track month over month of, you know, how much did I do this month versus last or this month of this year versus this month of last year, all those super useful tools Mm -hmm. to really have a handle on your business. And the main reason that I used it initially was for the little (laughs) bit of CRM use that's in there. You put in your contact and you, you give them a, a tag that says that they're, you know, a lead or a prospect or a client or whatever. And then you can set reminders to contact them. Well, really, I mean, that's all you need in terms of CRM for voiceover, right? Yeah. You need to keep track of who you've contacted and when and make sure you contact them again. Yep. And you could do that with a spreadsheet, but this has so much more. And, you know, the price is really reasonable yeah thank you (laughs) yeah it's a hundred dollars a year yeah right Mm -hmm. i've paid more than that for things that i throw away and never Mm -hmm. use again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i've already gotten more use out of it during my trial period than lots of other stuff i've spent way more money on so i think it's a fabulous tool i think everybody should try it out at least for the trial period and see if it works yeah absolutely you know and the thing that we say you know people say oh it's a crm and we are a business tracking and management platform with a CRM component, you know, and Mm -hmm. and for some people like that just doesn't work, you know, for some people like, oh, no, I want the full blown thing. And and that's totally fine. Like the thing that I'm I'm most detached to is that people find a tool that works for them. If voice overview is the tool, wonderful. If it's not, absolutely no big deal. Um, But the thing for me And I think the thing that's important for people to think about if you're starting a business you know, voiceover, voiceover is a business. It's, and, and it's only a hobby if you don't track stuff. If you don't track it, it's, it's a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And so if that's you true. have, you know, if, if you're talking about the coffee shop down the street or um, Amazon, they have all of their data and metrics. They know who their customers are. They know what their inventory is. They know, you know, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. This is your way. Voice overview gives you the ability to track that. So I know what my I know what my AR is. You know, my husband does our finances. He can come to me and go, how much do we have in the pipeline? 
And I can go, oh, we've got this much in the pipeline. He knows exactly how much to expect. Now, when will we expect it? God only knows. Because <laughs> <laughs> who knows when they'll pay? But we know it's coming, you know. And then from a motivational perspective, I love seeing the numbers go up. You know, there's, there's a little revenue trend graph and chart, you know. And I love watching that go up when I book a job and it goes a little bit higher, a little bit higher. And then for me, because I've, I've been using it for seven years, I have all my data so I can go back and I can look at all of my previous years and see how my income has fluctuated and changed and mostly gone up. Mm-hmm. So it's motivating. Yeah. And that'll give you a good idea of like what normal slow times for you are and all kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I've seen enough episodes of Restaurant Impossible to know. <laughs> yeah that these are very important things to know. If, you, if you're if you serious about your business, somebody should be able to walk up to you, and hopefully nobody does because it would be very odd, but somebody should be able to walk up to you and say, what was your expenses last month? How much did you bring in? You know, what was your food cost? Yeah. <laughs> what was your revenue? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Same idea. How mm-hmm. many auditions did you do? Uh, how many new toys did you buy? What was your expenses? Mm-hmm. And how much money did you make? Mm-hmm. And how's this yeah. month looking so far? This gives you all the tools you need to be able to do that, to answer those questions. And those are questions that if you're serious about your business, you should be asking yourself, what did I spend last month versus what I made? How many times did I audition? You know, a lot of people probably are asking themselves that question and they can't answer it because mm-hmm. they're not tracking it. You know, oh, yeah, well, I'll get on this site and here's what I booked over there and I'm over here. And the time you waste chasing it down later will definitely be offset by the entry up front. And and like Danny is saying, to be able to pull that Mm -hmm. up and see it, where am I going? Which way am I going? Where am I trending? Mm -hmm. I think it's great. (laughs) I'm sold. Yeah, well, and the cool thing, so it's designed to be, just keep it open all day, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. As you you do an audition, tick the audition Mm -hmm. counter for that site up one. As you book a job, enter the job. You know, when you deliver it, mark it delivered. All that stuff. So it's, yes, it's another tool you have to use, but it's not like you have to go out of your way, right? You just, it's, it's like if you were, I don't know, writing email all day, you'd have your email client open mm-hmm. and I've uh, got to write an email, start typing. So it's, yes, it is another thing to keep track of, but make it part of your routine and it's not extra. And the benefits that you get for that little bit of extra effort, just in being organized and knowing what's going on and what's coming in and what's going out. Yeah. Huge. I have to say, you know, there are a couple of, a couple of fun antidotes. Antidotes? Anecdotes. anecdotes. <laughs> One is a girlfriend of mine. Uh, she was... She was one of our early adopters, and before we were before we had the ability to um, actually set goals and stuff for your auditions, she didn't do it. And I'd talk with her, and she was at a different stage in her journey than I was. And she wasn't booking very much. She says, "How many auditions are you doing?" She says, "Oh, oh my gosh, I'm auditioning all the time." And I said, "Are you tracking them on there?" And she was like, "No, I'm not. You know, I forget to do it." And I was like, "Look, okay, you really need to do it." So she started tracking. And then when I asked her again, so how many auditions did you do last month? She was like, well, I did 20. Oh, you did 20. Okay. Well, you probably need to do 50 in order to book or, you know, whatever the number is, right? But you need to you need to know. And, and once she started tracking and setting a goal, so I set a goal for 100 a month. And once she started setting her goals, she actually started booking because she was more diligent. Because when you're not booking... And you're auditioning, 10 auditions feels like 100. You got to have something that keeps you on track. 
And then another kind of fun story is that somebody who was not using voice overview started using it. And once they started using it, they realized how much money they'd been leaving on the table, like people that hadn't paid them, people that they forgot about invoicing. You know, you do a job and you forget about it. And especially if you get busy, if you are if you are a very busy working voice actor, you can forget to invoice or forget to follow up because, you know, you got so much going on. This is a way to keep track of it. Um, And I know for myself, because I use it as a production log. Hmm. So as soon as I book a job, I add it into voice overview. Every job that shows as booked, I know that I need to deliver. And if I have and if I haven't added it in, I will forget about it. I did forget to bill somebody back in December. And fortunately, they called me out said, hey, you know, you, I, I've, I just paid you for this, and but I don't think I paid you for that last one. Could you check on that? And I was like, well, that was nice that he, that he said that. But, uh, yeah, it can happen. You're right, even at, at a different level. I mean, if you're, you're in the middle, the middle class VO thing, you're going to forget, and that's what that steno pad's for. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, and the other thing, too, is, you know, like some pay-to-plays, if you're, if you're doing online stuff, right, some online casting sites, you know, they kind of manage that whole transaction for you, so you know, but right, other ones don't, right. you know, and once you... Once you pull those people off of those online casting sites and bring them over to your side. Oh, we would you never, know, where ever, where ever do no, that. No, never do that. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Once you bring them over to your site so they're hiring you directly, then, you know, you want to be able to keep track of that. Well, and even just to be sure that the information that's in that pay-to-play site or not pay-to-play site is accurate. Who knows? Good yeah. idea. Yeah. You, know what you, you know what you charged them. You know what the platform takes, so you can do the calculation of what your what your take on it is. Yeah. You should be able to keep track of that yourself and know that you're actually getting what mm-hmm. you should be getting. Yeah, absolutely. So let let me let me ask this. This is kind of aside from the platform, just yeah. on voiceover talk. Um, what is the majority of your work that you do now? Majority of my work is commercial. So um, I'm I, I'm on Pandora's roster, and so I do a lot of stuff on Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have um, have a bunch of agents, and I have a bunch of really wonderful clients mm-hmm. that just come back to me regularly. Cool. So most of it is commercial. Cool. Um, thank goodness, because I love that. It's so fast. Radio and yeah. TV. Radio and TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my I, favorite. I love that too, as much. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it is fun. I mean, I do like the corporate stuff um, when it's when you get to be creative with it, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot they, you know, a lot of them do like creativity versus just a straight corporate read. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do like that as well. I, I like it all. I mean, it's other than audiobooks, as we said. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it all. I mean, I have one great IVR client, you know, that that is in my top 10 client list. You know, um, mm-hmm. they've, I've been doing stuff for them since 2014 or 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's another thing on voiceover review, too, that I love and that, that we started with just a top 10 client list. So your top 10 clients that you've done uh, the most work for that, you know, so your your best clients. We used to just have that. Now we actually have it so you can you can see all of your clients from your most uh, highest revenue client all the way down to somebody who, you know, paid you $5, you know, to do something for them mm-hmm. or nothing. Um, so I love that. You know, I can I can look at I can look 
look at clients that, you know, started out doing $30 commercials for for teeny tiny markets. And now one of them is in my top six. Wow. That is yeah. Neat. That is yeah, neat. it's really neat. Yeah, it's really neat. And I let him know that, too, because he was my one of my very first clients. And recently I emailed him and I said, you know what? You just made it into my top 10. He was like, <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah, we don't do $30 commercials anymore. <laughs> so com- so compared to uh, your previous marketing career, which 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 one's been more fun? Oh, my gosh. There's just no comparison. None. Mm-hmm. I loved marketing. No, just mm. kidding. Um, <laughs> um, no, there's no comparison. I love voiceover more than I can say. Like, I'm so excited to get in the booth. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't have any jobs and I'm just going to audition for the day. You know, I I love I love voiceover. And, um, yeah, I love working for myself. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's now I'm at the point where where I make more money than I ever made in marketing. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, that's, yeah. that's the goal of, of, of everybody that's that has a passion for it. You know, we, we always mm-hmm. give that advice on the podcast. If you're if you're doing this because you got thrown into it and you don't really love it, you're going to have a tough time. You've really got to have a passion mm-hmm. for it. You got to love it. You got to want to get coached. You got to want to learn more and how to do better. But if you're just mm-hmm. kicking the tires and, you know, I'm doing this because of COVID, I'm trying it out, eh, you know, maybe it's not where you want to be. You want to be where your heart's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard a few I've heard a few people's demos. They'll send me their demo, and I don't do any coaching whatsoever uh, or consulting whatsoever unless it's just like friend to friend, you know. Um, and uh, I've heard a few people's demos where their their demo is great, and then they'll send me a few auditions, and they're like, they're just phoning it in. I'm just going to talk about that thing, and I'm just phoning it in. It's like, no, you know, you got to love it. You got to talk about that thing like you're so passionate about it, you know. And, and uh, that almost sounds like they were coached through a demo, and that that's when it indeed, stopped. Indeed, indeed. We, we run into that a lot. Yeah. yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, and that's a big symptom of not having experience and, and maybe not a lot of skill and then going and paying somebody to produce a demo for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Your demo sounds yeah. great because anybody can be coached through a good demo. Right. If you can talk, you can be coached through a good demo. Probably 90 yeah. percent of the time. And edited. <laughs> yes. With enough takes and some editing. Yeah. But if you can't reproduce that performance or the edit you're false advertising, right? Yeah, you, you... absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and the thing too, you know, I, I talk to people and, you know, y- you spend a lot of money on coaching, a lot of money, and you can spend a lot of money on bad coaches and you can spend a right. lot of money on good coaches. Right. I've spent a lot of money on good coaches. And, and if I look at voice overview and I look at my total spend, you know, I think I've spent, I've, I've spent, in the $30,000 range for coaching over seven years. And that's not surprising. It's not, it's not surprising. It's, you're just in, you're investing in your career. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, we, we encourage people every week just about, you know, and for people starting out, we're first thing we're telling them is find a quiet place, get a quiet room, fix that room first, quit worrying about the $1,000 mic. Yeah. Get a oh quiet my gosh. Spot. Yes. Yeah. And then go get a coach. 
and then get a coach and get started. And, and when you have something you can produce yourself and get out there and work with it, then go to work. But so many people want in the first week, they want to uh, put a, a bedspread over their head with a thousand dollar microphone and do it and do do this and you can't yeah you, you just can't. can't no Mm-mm. no you can't you can't you don't need a fortune up front but you better get a good you better start with your space when we say it every week start with your space yeah and you yeah. look like you're in a you're probably in a whisper room maybe i'm not i'm in a vocal booth uh made out of medford oregon i think medford oh okay yeah okay. um and or maybe bend but anyway oregon it, yeah it didn't look like a whisper room when you opened the door the door looked different so, yeah, like a regular yeah. door almost. Yeah, it's a it's yeah, a, like a, it's a heavy. It's a it's like a sound door. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. but you know, I first started out in a closet. I started mm-hmm. out in a closet that was a it was a d- slightly deeper closet, so it was about this wide, and I did work in there for my first year and I did um directed sessions and all sorts of stuff and people never mm-hmm. knew. Sure. I, they never sure. knew because the sound was good, you know, right. and I was training and I had a, so my mic now is a more expensive mic, but back then I had a $215 mic, mic I think, mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. little Scarlet 2i2, and mm-hmm. it was just what I needed. And I right. did national right. stuff. I did stuff for Amazon. I did all sorts of cool stuff that nobody mm-hmm. knew. Awesome. You know, what I was, what awesome. I was working from, but I was spending the majority of my money on coaching. That's good advice. We've kind of been beating the drum on that for a few weeks. And uh, we tell folks when they start out, if you're starting to make a little bit of money, reinvest that money in coaching. Absolutely. If your sound is good and your room's good, invest in coaching. Mm-hmm. And they may not can go get the best one, just don't get a bad one. Yeah. Don't learn bad habits. I was hard-headed a little bit about coaching initially because that's everybody gets that recommendation. Go get yourself a coach. It's the first thing you need to do. Find a coach. I'm going... No, I don't. I went to school for broadcast. I know what I'm doing. And I put together an okay demo and was able to start getting work. But once I actually got coached a little bit, things started to turn around and got better. Mm -hmm. I'm in a slow, slow period right now. So what am I doing? I'm uh, getting more coaching. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and go out and listen. You know, that's another thing that I tell people all the time is like, go out to Atlas go out to A3, go out to CESD, go out to these big bi-coastal agencies and listen to the talent. So if you're a woman, go and listen to the female commercial talent. If you're a man, go and listen to the male commercial talent. You can listen to the other side too, but like really listen to what's out there and who who mm-hmm. these extraordinary talent are. That's where that's that's where you'll learn so much as well. I mean, and I still I go I go and listen to these guys because I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, like that's mm-hmm. who I'm up against when I'm when I'm getting a, a right. audition. It makes you feel good when you yeah. win it, too. It does make yeah. you feel good when you win it. Yeah. And it makes you feel a little less bad when you don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> true. Like, wow. Well, at least I lost to that because. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I know last month I had a, a coaching session and that one of the recommendations was and, and just picking a platform to say um, voices, um, go to the top 100, pick five people that you really like mm-hmm. and download their demos and listen to them five times a day for two days and then for two more days read along with them and you're not Mm -hmm. trying to emulate them or be them but you're learning what these top producers are doing Mm 
And by the end of the week, you should be able to do those reads on your own and not mimic them, but feel how they're doing it. Listen to how they're phrasing it. What words are they emphasizing? And when I was first told that, I thought, I don't want to do that. I don't want to mock somebody. But when I started doing it this week, um, yeah, it works. It really does because I'm hearing things. And uh, Will and I do, we go to some of the uh, workshops where there's six people in there and you'll learn as much watching them get coached as you will yourself. I mean, Absolutely. it's it's amazing what you can learn very quickly. That's a yeah. great option if you can't justify, but more, more realistically, if you can't afford one-on-one -on -one coaching, mm -hmm. go find a group session because mm -hmm. you're going to pay a fraction of the price. You're going to get about as much out of it, maybe more, because you're going to see how other people are doing it and hear what, what's told to them, right? And you're not yep. going to get that. Hey, can I plug one? Can I plug something? Sure. You guys are sure. Um, <laughs> we'll edit it out yeah. if it's no So good. there's okay. There you go. Perfect. So there is a workout called the VO Weekly Workout. VOWeeklyWorkout.com, and it's run by um, some guys in LA, and uh, it is a great. It's a great resource. So what it is is you pay ten dollars. And you, you just pay $10 anytime that you want to work out during that week. And they will, you'll get the script and it, uh, or, or a bunch of scripts, and it'll be for uh, an agent or a casting director, sometimes a coach, um, but always somebody that's a high level, a high level hirer or, or agent. And they will provide you feedback and it's feedback on your performance feedback on your uh, audio quality and feedback on one other thing I can't remember which but it's all there and not only not only do you get feedback for yourself but you can listen to every single person mm. and see their feedback so you know if, if 10 of you did one script you can listen to all of the 10 people that did that script and and what they how they did it and what the coach or the director or whatever whatever person mm -hmm. it was that week you know provided and it's it's so helpful and i actually have gotten a, i've actually gotten a great agent from that so sounds fantastic we're gonna have to look and see if they're still going though because their website is not working is it not working right now via weeklyworkout.com yeah and I, I searched it too mm -hmm. and that's the, that looks like the right link but it's coming up with like a, this domain isn't connected to a website. Let me check in with Tim because I know the guys. Yeah, maybe they don't even know that their website's down. They might not know. They might not know. Yeah. So I'll check it out because I have heard that it's going on still and they were just getting ready to get ramped back up. So I'll, I'll find out from that and I'll, I'll email you tomorrow and let you know. Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic resource. Anything else you want to say about Voice Overview? Or... Voice Overview, it's uh, $9.99 a month. 96 bucks a year. We don't ever have plans to change that. So as we build, as we add more resources to it, features, we don't ever plan to change it because we know everybody wants a little PCF. So if, if I want to get it, where do I get it at? How do I go find oh, it? Oh, hey, how about that? Yeah, it's voiceoverview.com. And uh, up in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see create account. You can create an account. Uh, you get a 30-day free trial. And uh, before your trial is up, you'll get an email that says, hey, your trial's almost up. If you want to cancel, you can cancel. We are very upfront and transparent about all of it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Love to have you give it a try. Awesome. Awesome. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Will, for inviting Danny. I've really enjoyed this, not only hearing about the uh, the program, but also hearing about your voiceover career. All that's been interesting. We even got coaching tips in there. We got a little everything today, so it was really good, really good. So, um, oh gosh, we're just we're just tickled, as we say here in Tennessee. We were tickled you were here. I don't know what they say in Minnesota. Pickled, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Well, in Minnesota, it would take us another three or four days to say goodbye. So we'll just cut it right there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Danny. Thanks, guys. Will, I'll see you next time on The VoiceOver Ladder. Yes, sir. The VoiceOver Ladder is available on Spotify, Apple, and Google. Be sure and subscribe so you don't miss an episode, because we may drop one at any moment. Do we know what we're doing? (laughs) Not really. But we are learning and making progress one rung at a time as we all climb the VO ladder. <laughs>